well, well, well. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Dwayne Hope that you are well blessed and in your right mind, feeling good and excited about a new day, a new opportunity, a new chance to follow your goals, live your dreams, start a new chapter. You know what they say, 525,600 minutes in a year, 365 days in a year, 168 hours in a week, 24 hours in a day, 86,400 seconds in a day, and here we go. So I am still in Utah, and I am here until this Saturday evening, and then I am flying out back to Jersey and I'm looking forward to it. This has been an amazing, amazing process here in Salt Lake City. Preparation is a big part of everything in life. Preparation, how we prepare ourselves for what is coming. So I have been For all of my life, walking by faith and not by sight, that is something that was just instilled in me from very, very early on in childhood, in my rearing, in my development. Most of the people whom I grew up around, whom I listened to, would always use this phrase, we walk by faith and not by sight, which When I was younger, I really couldn't understand, but I applied it to my life and it has guided me. It has led me to some amazing, amazing situations, having faith and being in the entertainment industry. Most of what we do most times, (laughs) most auditions that we go to and not going to speak for the masses, but I would assume that many people practice this faith. There are many people whom I work with who whom believe, and there are others that don't, who come from all different walks of life and all different types of different faiths. But I would dare to say that many of them practice this faith walk, and it's what we do. We uh, show up in good faith we sign the contract in faith we come to utah to mount a new show that is eventually going to be in new york city by faith i believe that other people may have a different way of expressing it but i believe that we all walk by faith and not by sight Jack O'Brien, whom is the director of this amazing, amazing piece of art, is a wise man and a very simple man. One of the people that you meet on the journey and you know when they speak, you just absolutely positively have to listen because you might miss it. You might miss the blessing that's coming out of 
his mouth. And the way he leads is just impeccable. And he allows the actor to come in, do the work, present the work, kind of takes his hand off a little bit, then comes in and kind of molds it a little bit, gives you a little bit of information here and there to go, this could be better, this is what you do, this is how you approach the comedy, this is how you give stage to the other actor, this is what we can do to really make this piece work. And the response has been a great response. And I believe that took a lot of faith for them to go, we're going to bring this show to Utah, try it out here. And we believe we have something here. That is amazing, amazing faith. So many things happen in life and there's so many things that are happening now. So much change going on in the world. So many things that we all deal with on a daily basis that sometimes we don't actually get to talk about with our colleagues, friends and family, male or female. And it's very interesting. The way the whole shift is kind of happening now in the way the shift has been kind of going since 2020. And in all of this, I am still practicing faith. And I know again daily that I walk by faith and not by sight. The many things that I can visualize and say in two years this and five years that, and 20 years this and write things down and have a plan uh, for how to get to these goals. And it starts with faith. I pick up the pen and I begin to write down goals, how I'm going to achieve them, how I'm going to get to them, the, the, the tools that are going to be necessary for me to get there and faith. And I know that many times growing up, I would hear the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but to him that endureth until the end. And I couldn't understand it as a kid, but I do understand that you have to have endurance because sometimes when you believe something, when you believe something's coming, it may not happen right away. It may happen two years from now. It may happen five years from now. It may happen 10 years from now, but... You've got to have the faith that things that you put into plan, into action, that you can't see visibly right now, tangibly in your hand, can happen. Because we are amazing, amazing people on this earth. We are. And when we put our minds to something, we can make things happen. And I'm a witness to that because for almost 29 years now, well, it's been 29 years, I have been again walking by faith in this entertainment industry. Now, having faith does not mean you're not going to have setbacks. It doesn't mean you're not going to have uh, disappointments or this other word, failures. Um, you've just got to stay the course. Now, I've stayed the course. I believe that I've been blessed in many, many ways and that 
The Heavenly Father has given me many, many gifts to be able to serve back to the community and to the world. And I'm very, very grateful for that. I still have major goals that have not been reached yet. Still working out things mentally, emotionally, and spiritually and physically. But I know that I will eventually get there. I know that. I believe that. And the track record that I can see so far, as far as my faith walk, um, again, I haven't been given everything (laughs) that I've written down, but for the most part, many things that I've visualized, that I've been praying on, that I have faith in, have come to pass, and I'm very, very grateful for that. So I just wanted to say that. Let's for a second just talk about leaders and leadership. I do a lot of things about leadership. I do a lot of things on mindset. I do a lot of things on faith. And leadership is something that we need. Leadership is something that all of us are born leaders. We are. None of us really want to be followers. I can't imagine that. (laughs) You know, once you get to that age... You know, you don't want to be a follower. You want to be a leader. And I would just say that leaders are very, very special people. And even if you are a follower or have been a follower, you know that you want to turn followers into leaders. You just don't want to lead and not be a person who turns people who may follow you into a leader. You share the information that you have. You share how you got to where you are so that people can succeed and then lead the next group or the next generation or the next bit of family lineage, whatever it might be. So I just want to give you little tools that I've heard along the way, little lessons I listen to a lot of Earl Nightingale. I listen to Earl Nightingale a lot. The way that he describes the journey and how we can get things tangibly, how we can set ourselves up, our families, our our mindsets, our leadership skills, how we can begin to just really step into our own greatness. It's pretty amazing to listen to. And Earl Nightingale was influenced by many, many people along the way. He often talks about Napoleon Hill. And Napoleon Hill, um, whose book Think and Grow Rich, of course, is and has been a bestseller for many, many years. And um, it's not that that book is hard to follow. It's it's amazing when you read it and all the people whom followed some of what Napoleon Hill uh, suggested and actually became successful by following simple things, simple rules, so to speak. So leadership, Napoleon Hill talks about leadership a lot. There are basically 13 principles that he really, really talks about. And Earl Nightingale breaks them down in a beautiful way. And um, if you don't have the time to actually read Think and Grow Rich. You could actually listen to it or 
There's a condensed version of it on YouTube that Earl Nightingale actually has out in the world. So, all the leaders out there, young and old, I played a lot of basketball growing up and had dreams of going to the league. I believe I had a good work ethic, but it just wasn't uh, my destiny. There were many young people who wanted to uh, go to the league. But within the basketball mindset, you learn a lot about leadership. You learn a lot about team. I always say together, everyone accomplishes more. If you're captain of a basketball team, um, you know, it takes a lot to have a rapport and relationship with the coach or coaches, understand what their mindset is and how they want to lead the team. And then you become an extension of that coach and what that coach's leadership is when the coach may not be around, when the coach may not be getting through at this specific moment, I may be able to actually come in and corral the team in a different way, but still with the the coach, the leader's mindset. Um, I mentioned that years ago, I was always class president um, from about the seventh grade through the 12th grade. I always had a little bit of a leadership spirit on me and around me. And it's been a really, really good thing to have. So I want to just share certain little things, I think, that people can take with them if they choose. If you so choose, I just wanted to offer 10 things. Now, I mentioned Earl Nightingale. There are many people that I can mention to you who are tremendous orators, people who specifically talk about personal development and working on your personal development hourly, daily, mentally, monthly, <laughs> uh, yearly. And um, he talks about a 30-day test. And one of the things that Earl Nightingale mentions is to act toward the world with the attitude you want to achieve. Let's say, for instance, I'll give you an example of something. Most days in high school, I went shirt, tie, briefcase jacket most days it was a bit of a fashion show at my school um i had an older sister still have an older sister but uh where i grew up it was about fashion 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 now i went to catholic school and i had to wear shirt and tie every day anyway so i just carried that over but i knew i wanted to dress for success i remember people would always say dress for success and didn't know what i was going to be successful in but i wanted to you know have the mindset and, and, and the attitude that I was going to be successful. So I had to act toward the world with the attitude that, you know, I, I really wanted to achieve, which is a great, great thing that Earl Nightingale talks about. Just wanted to give you that little thing. So if you're not at the place that you want to be uh, right now, just think about daily. Think about yourself being there. Visualize yourself being there right now uh, and work on that daily and see what that can bring to you. The other thing that he talks about is to treat everyone like they are the most important person in the world and that everyone is good. I know that's kind of hard <laughs> for a lot of people, right? To treat everyone 
like they are the most important person in the world. But it's something that we can begin to practice. Um, many people go through the world, they're not professional actors, but they are actors. Let's say, for instance, you go to a job. There's no way you can go to a job and bring your, all your troubles to the workplace. Um, many people don't like the people they work for, but they have to put on the face. And you have to treat people well in the workplace. Uh, that would be at McDonald's, that would be at Wendy's, that would be at Starbucks, that would be at a Fortune 500 company, that would be an acting company, anywhere. Uh, that would be walking down the street sometimes. Yes, sometimes I know it's hard, especially in New York City. I know it's hard sometimes just to greet people and say hello, smile. A lot of people, we just are in our own worlds. We have our headphones on. We have a destination. We're getting there. But occasionally, if we can, think about treating everyone that we meet like they're the most important people in the world. That means the homeless person. That means a person who has less than us. That we can really, really begin to treat people as if we would if we met a king or queen. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Um... The other thing that he mentions is to act toward the world the way I would want to be treated. Um, it's something about that. So to act toward the world the way you would want the world to treat you, how you would want to be treated. I had mentioned in a podcast before that is something about, you know, treating your fellow man as you would want to be treated. It's a simple, simple thought. If we could get back to that, oof, my goodness, that would be amazing. So also, he challenges us to think, act, and talk like the, like the person that we want to become. If we think, act, and talk, like the person that we want to become. That's a great, great goal. Because some of us used to be this. And we had to think about programs. We had to think about taking classes, things like that. We had to think a different way. We had to act a certain way. We had to talk a certain way. But if we begin to put these things in practices now, see, I believe that I will be speaking to thousands of people all over the world. I believe that I, I in my mind, I, I see it. I have dreams and visions about it. So I need to think I need to act and I need to talk. Even if I'm talking to one person as if I'm talking to thousands. Before I get there. And it's the same thing we do in theater. We're preparing in the rehearsal room with no one in the rehearsal room with the director sometimes behind the table and the creative team and we put on the show after we learn it and we're performing it as if we're performing for 500 to 1,000 people. And even now, we're here in Utah, we're performing the show. The houses are not completely packed. We've had very, very small houses some days, but we still have to perform as if we're performing for a packed house. So we're thinking and we're acting and we're talking as if we're in New York City right now. And we're putting it in action. So he talks about a 30-day test. I'm going to come back on later on and talk about attitude. 
but I wanted to just talk a little bit about leadership, what that leadership contains, how we're all leaders here on this journey, and how we can begin to get toward certain goals. There are many, many leaders out there in the world who are feeding things back into people and feeding greatness back into people. And there are many followers who are following people trying to get to leadership status, so to speak. So I just want to come on and just encourage all of you out there, whomever you are, wherever you may be in whatever walk of life you're in, and just give you a little bit of information um, because I believe it's part of my job to do that, part of my service here. And Earl Nightingale and many, many others serve the communities, have served the communities over the years uh, through positive word, through how we can begin to change our mindset to actually give ourselves tests, give ourselves goals uh, to keep the faith walk for us to keep on believing that we are greater than our circumstances right now, that we can actually get to the places that we want to get to financially, spiritually, emotionally. And these are just certain things that I throw out there to you. So again, he says to act toward the world with the attitude that you want to achieve. Treat everyone like they are the most important person in the world. Everybody. That's a great habit to pick up. And to act toward the world the way you want to act, the way you want the world to treat you. And then if we can think, act, and talk as if we already have the things that we want or believe that the things that we want to come in our lives, we have to think, act, and talk as if we already have them, if that makes sense. So that was just a little recap of what my thought was this morning. I hope that can help you in some way, shape, or form. I hope that that makes sense to you. Now, I just want all of you to know I never really write anything down when I get on the podcast. I want to impart what I have been thinking about and meditating on, and then I just let it flow. Uh, None of the podcasts are ever edited. I want you all to know that. I speak from my heart. I speak from my head. I speak from my spirit to try to encourage people to get to their ultimate greatness. And while I am here on this journey, I believe it's my obligation to do that. If you listen back to any of the podcasts that I've had over the years, my objective is to serve. My objective is to encourage and give back in a great way. And if I reach one person I believe that part of my job is being completed here. So again, I want you to know that I am working behind the scenes to bring you good content. Before I leave here, I'm going to see if a couple of my cast members will actually come on and give you some great words while we're here in Utah. I have plans for when I get back to New York City and New Jersey, but I want to bring you some 
great, great talent while I am here in Utah through the podcast. And eventually I would, I'm praying that Jack O'Brien will get on here. Uh, One of the greatest people I've ever met on the journey will come on and give you some amazing, amazing information about his life, about his journey, about his plans and how he sees this specific show and how he sees it going out to the masses and really, really touching the hearts, souls and minds of people from all walks of life because we all need a little laughter. All right, good people. This is always the mind, body, soul connection, always inspiration by Dwayne. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook and all that good stuff. I will be bringing you great information. YouTube pages to come. And I want you all to know that you're great. You love your light, your grace. You matter. I will talk to you all a little later.